Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to Radio Islam International. It is Habib Bobat reporting from Syria and Turkey. And alhamdulillah, I'm part of the South Africa or the Jamiatul Ulama South Africa relief team that is on the ground at the moment. And alhamdulillah, today we had conducted a number of site visits uh, in Turkey and also on the Syrian front. We had visited the campsites where people are settled. Uh, so what is happening is that the stadiums and the parks within the towns are converted into campsites. And quite amazing is that it is very, very well organized. They've got high quality tents. They've got electricity, temporary shelters for these people. And they've got a soup kitchen running with hot meals provided throughout the day for the people. Together with that, they've got other necessities like your nan, nappies, uh, food parcels and hampers and all that that is prepared, uh, blankets and all this. Alhamdulillah, it is so good to see that people coming together and working together for the greater good of the ummah. So we had witnessed the Turks, the Turkish families, as well as the Syrians that are uh, internal, internally displaced and now living under temporary structures uh, in the tent city, tent-like setup. If I may put it for you, in simple terms, it's like Mina. But Mina, the tents are much more, uh, uh, much more of a higher quality. Here they are looking at a different quality of tents, but still very, very good, mashallah. And that is the current setup here in Syria as well as in Turkey. Uh, Malana Bilal, today we want to focus on the positivity. We have covered a lot of carnage. We have covered destruction. We have covered the shattered souls that we have uh, interviewed. But today we want to convey the positive stories also that we've picked up on the ground, Malana. Yes, Jazakallah, Malana. Uh, you know... Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned hadith a riwayah which has been quoted by Imam Tirmidhi rahimahullah where Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said that if the people of Sham if they become corrupted then there is no good left in this ummah and we had a unique incident uh, on our visit to the village of Jinderis if anybody has been following the, the news in Syria then uh, Jinderis is one of the those little towns that have been worst affected by the recent earthquake. So we're walking down the street amidst rubble on either side and we notice this middle-aged man sitting on the side of the road. He had a mattress and uh, a little bit of food next to him. So we approached him, we greeted him and he, uh, his name would remain in my mind for a very long time. His name was Abu Abdullah. And Abu Abdullah narrates his story. And he starts ex- explaining to us what had unfolded at the time of the earthquake. So he said it was about 4, 4.30 in the, in, in the morning. And the earthquake struck immediately when he, ex- he experienced the first shudder. He grabbed his seven-month-old child. He took his wife and they came down uh, 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 from the ho- uh, from the first staircase outside the house, climbed down the first flight of stairs, the second flight of stairs. By the time they came to the third flight of stairs, Qadr Allah, the entire house crumbled behind them. In that frenzy, uh, he was they were able to escape 
from the house itself. But he says he started now counting and seeing that his all all his family members are alive and safe, and he realized that his two sons and his mother are not there. His son, the elder one, his name was his name is Abdullah. And the second one, his name is Omar. So they begin the search now. It's the dark of night. It's raining. It's pouring, and they start searching with great amount of difficulty, looking in the rubble to find Abdullah Omar and his mother. And after almost fourteen hours of searching. They managed to locate these three individuals safe, well, and alive. So Abu Abdullah narrates to us an incident that transpired between his mother, the grandmother, and the two young boys. And he says that when he asked them, "How did you spend this fourteen hours?" they told him that no, we were comforting one another. And the mother narrates an incident. She says that during that moment, Abdullah asked me. That it is the time for salah. How do I perform salah in this condition? Subhanallah. And the grandmother tells Abdullah that perform salah in whichever condition you are. Just however you are, just perform salah. You know when when Abu Abdullah narrated this incident to us, it struck a shiver down our spine. That imagine a young boy, probably not even at the age of bulugh. But he is so concerned about the time of salah. It is raining; he is under rubble, in dust, in darkness. But the importance of the injunction of salah is something that crosses his mind at that time. Subhanallah. This is the land of Sham. This is the land of the Ambi Ali Musallatu Salam, and this is the Khair that Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam speaks about. That so long as there is goodness in this part of the world, then there is a sign of hope. And there is a sign of goodness that still remains in the ummah. Yes, there are so many, so many such stories, and Abu Abdullah's story is so unique. He was sitting across on the other side of the road, and he's looking at his house and his apartment in total ruins. And we asked him that, "Why are you still here?" And he says that, "I'm hopeful." That hopefully I can retrieve something from within this place, and I'm waiting for somebody to come and excavate and remove this rubble from here, so that I can get access to some of my belongings and salvage whatever I can. This is a man who owned the property, but when we found him, he looked like the vagrant sitting on the side of the street. Wallahi, you would not say. That this is the man and the owner of the same apartment, and when we met him, the first thing he said, "Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah," and we said to him, "We are from South Africa. We are here to just just do some assessment on the ground and provide comfort to the victims." And he said, "Al mu'min wa akhul mu'min, a brother, a Muslim is a brother to another Muslim," and those words. You know, left me in 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 tears and in just in deep thought as to how strong these people's iman is, and where they 
their gaze is even in such circumstances as Monana Bilal mentioned that on that day it was pouring there was an earthquake and it was bitter cold they had managed to come out of that area but he was still left with the balance of his family under rubble uh, you can just imagine what those that particular household went through on that day but the positivity and the connection with Iman and, and the attachment to Salah, Wallahi is such a unique thing. He was telling us that the night before the tremor, he was sitting with his kids and he's telling them upon, uh, telling them the importance of Tawheed, the oneness of Allah. And he's telling them about the importance of Salah. And his, his son is even jokingly saying that, uh, Daddy, why are you stressing about Salah? I did 12 rakats of Salah in the day for which Allah has promised me Jannah. So th- this was the discussion of this family and this household the night before the tremor. Wallahi, there's so much for us to learn from all of this. You've seen footage and videos coming out on social media where a lady refused to come out until she was not given her head gear, the hijab. You've seen the footage and the video of a man coming out reciting the verse, La yukallifu Allah nafsan illa wusaha. You've seen the footage of a young girl when she was being rescued. She said, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. When you see all of this, you see the resilience of Iman. And just today as we were preparing to record for this particular segment, we saw they discovered another person alive 202 hours later. Wallahi, we've seen a lot. We've seen a lot. We've seen trauma. We've seen sadness. We've seen heartaches. And we've also seen a lot of positivity. There's so much of khair in the ummah still left, Manana. Definitely, Manana. I think what what brought a lot of glimmer of hope to us today was when we met and we had an opportunity to interact with the young kids uh, in one of these makeshift tents, makeshift camps at least, uh, where some of the aid workers were trying to to play with them and to cheer them up in order to get their minds off from the emotional distress that, that they are going through. Alhamdulillah, when you share a little bit, uh, a, a small sweet, a balloon, something that we may consider to be insignificant, but the smile and the joy that it brings to these faces, subhanAllah, uh, it, it leaves you with hope. That as difficult as the situation may be, inshallah, there is always khair. There is always goodness in the decision of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as a mu'min, we are always hopeful for the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala under every circumstance.